good podcast questions. <laughs> oh, I'm, shit. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm recording. Okay, here we go We're with the intro. All right. Hello, this is Rivers Cuomo, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Me and girl, out here just a little bit street, but I'll trip it out. She ain't cut off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hang on, man. I got shoulder. Hang on, man. Oh, hooray! The day is here for Ray Dio. My name is Jonah. Um, uh, I, I, I have this podcast. Also, here is Cash Hartzell, who has this podcast. Hi, Cash Hartzell. No, wait, no. Hi, everybody else. See, Cash gets really confused when he sees yeah. himself in his computer screen and he can't help but just say hello. Yeah. And it's good because you want to be friendly to yourself. Start with yourself, then you can be friendly with others. Someone who's not mastered that in his entire life, Neil Mahoney, is also here. Hi, everybody. Right on. <laughs> right on. Right on. You had a little Trump throat there, a little scratchy. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Uh, and our guest for today, I'm very excited about this. I'm a, a huge fan of her work. Uh, is uh, 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 the musician, uh, solo artist, uh, Laura Stevenson. Everybody, Laura Stevenson is here. Yay. Yay. Listen to that studio audience. Gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope they're all wearing masks. You can tell they're not wearing gloves. Different sound. <laughs> Different sound, yeah. Wedded. Um, Laura, thanks for thanks for joining us. You're uh, you're out in New York, uh, yes, and um, which is the the hot zone for uh, the lockdown. Yeah, it's a hot zone. Um, even though now I don't know, we're looking at uh, all the other states that aren't allowed to come here. So I think we're like trying to pretend that other states are hotter than us, but I think we might still be the hottest. I don't know. Yeah, well, oh, are people still, the, uh, people still using the people still using the the underground railroad? There? What's the, uh, the uh, subway? <laughs> I could not. <laughs> I could not remember the name Subway. <laughs> yeah, I've been on our house too long. You, you didn't know, want to call it the tube and be pretentious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People still using the tube, the trolley. The yeah. <laughs> The underground. <laughs> no, we, uh, we're upstate New York, so I don't know anything about what's going on down there. We're like two hours north of the city. Thank you. Oh, okay. Oh, Thankfully. that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And now everybody's moving up by us, so they're going to bring all the <clears> shit <throat> here. So. That's so what I've heard. So the uh, the, yeah everyone's everyone's moving out of the cities. Uh, um, How long you been in the in the burbs? Would you consider it the burbs? Um, I guess so. It's kind of like rural-ish. But yeah, I moved up here after I recorded up here. Um, I was still living in Brooklyn for a couple years after that, but I was just like really fell in love with the area, like near New Paltz, New York, which is like it's it's off the. That's the throughway. I don't know if you don't know New York, it doesn't really matter, but it's just like north of the city, straight shot pretty much on the Hudson. If River. Lifetime um, never talked about it being off a turnpike or uh, <laughs> promising or get up kids, I don't know much about that area other than <laughs> what those bands talked about in the 90s. Yeah, well, it's it's like it's it's weird because it's a little it's a little rural, so it's it's not I'm not used to like kind of like it's it's a little Trumpy up here, in is spots. it? Yeah. 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 I got well, anywhere work. anywhere with any space tends to swing that way a little bit. Yeah. With like guns, I guess. Um, but yeah, so it's like it's a little different than what I'm used to. I'm from Long Island originally, so that's like, you know, even though it's a little trumpy out there too. I don't know, it's trumpy everywhere. It's a nightmare. Yeah, Should we not is. talk about that? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't like talking about it mainly because I'm, I'm super Trumpy and yeah. it's just oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, it gets All uncomfortable right. when he brings it up. No, let's no, go no. to the. Let's just get it over with and go to the commercial <laughs> for the fundraiser, and then we can start when we come back. Your values are under attack. Are you going to let socialists run your country? Socialists like Joe Biden, the most socialist <laughs> senator. Yeah. Um, From yeah, but it's a yeah, once you get, a, get out of there, but it, that seems to be if you're playing music and you're making music and you're um, you're established and you're gonna be like in a normal, normal situation, you're going on tour, why not just live somewhere um, where it's like a little more space, a little cheaper, just because you know, tour can be so maddening 
and then yeah. to go right back into the into the shit of a city. Yeah. Absolutely. I was just paying for a neighborhood that I didn't hang out in. Like when I was living, <laughs> the last neighborhood I lived in was Bushwick, and I would just like hole up in this like room that was essentially made out of like you know like it was just a created room in a loft apartment with a bunch oh. of other like little shitty rooms and so it didn't have a window and it was just like fucking hot in the summer but i would just like sit in there and just be like i want to just relax <laughs> and i was like what yeah. am i paying for this for so then we moved up and we paid like 200 each to all live in i moved up with my band which was um an interesting experiment well wow, that is that is very interesting I yeah mean, at least you was... don't have to worry about making friends exactly <laughs> or or losing friends maybe that would be what you yeah have to i guess so <laughs> what's that that's got to be i mean being on tour with the band is much different than living with the band because you know on tour at least if you start to get a little bugged by somebody you go you know seven more weeks six more yeah. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> just a couple more weeks um and now it's just uh now you're just like, what, you know, is there still disagreements within the band? Um, and then you uh, have to share the kitchen or, yeah. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not I mean, only like, were you behind much. on that song, but you forgot to take the garbage out and yeah. there's bacon grease all over the fucking stove. Yeah. Um, I can't, yeah. I can't wait for your next album, the chore wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it, it ended up, I mean, they're wonderful people. So it was like, it was a lot easier than it could have been, you know, but it was still like, you know, you want a, bre a breather from each other and all of a sudden you're on top of each other. You're, you're in a van and then you're in a house, you know, yeah. but like yeah. um, it ended up being pretty good. But then we were like all kind of scattered and we did our own thing. But we're all still up here, which is really nice. Yeah. Nice. So you um, so you you founded a neighborhood is what you did. Is like you just yes, you exactly. rather than being moving in and like, I wish there were more cool people that lived here, you brought all the cool people with you and now you're just yeah. colonizing. <laughs> It's a yes, real, exactly. it's a real Stevenson town up there. Yeah, you know? it's really Stevensonville. <laughs> um, and well, that's also kind of. Uh, do you have a recording set up there as well? Was that kind of part of the idea? Yeah, we did. Like the attic was like we made a lot of demos and stuff up there, and we. Would so you practice. can still get work done during this time. Yeah, absolutely. And now I have a recording kind of like a shitty recording set up in my garage because there's like a studio in the back of my garage. And so like we did a lot of stuff for the last record in there. And I don't know, it's just, um, it's been really nice to not pay for a shitty practice space. Like we would pay for sweatshop um, in Brooklyn, which is like so shitty. And you can just like, there's no, there's no noise separation. So you mm -hmm. would just like, you'd be paying for all your like album rehearsals you know, where you're like really need to be working so, so hard and you can just hear like shitty metal bands and like shitty kind of like no doubt tribute bands and like yeah. all the other rooms. So it's like, it was really stressful. And you, and when you're paying for it, you just like, you have to focus and you have to, you can't take any breaks. And that was just like a shitty environment. So when we, when we lived in our own space, we could just like do whatever we wanted with our own time. It was really freeing and nice. Yeah. It's gotta be uh, the, and it's also, you are kind of free to fail because I have a little, you know, jam spat, jam space, you know, jam pad lockout space. Um, and that thing where you can hear all the different types of bands, but also you realize they can hear you. And uh, I know our space is right next to where the bathroom is, where you can really hear like when people are using the bathroom. Oh, no. um, and so when, but when you want to just kind of get, have fun or be goofy or just try something out, you realize everyone can hear this. Like yeah. when we, when we just randomly broke into like a funk version of whatever, you know, song we were playing, and it felt silly and dumb, but the fact that people could, like you, then you hear the bathroom door close and you know, they're judging us right now as they tell <laughs> They don't know we're kidding. Yeah, they don't know we're kidding. And so I'll do stuff, I'll be on the drums and go like, that was really funny. <laughs> you just get one of those lights made that you can just hit the switch and then the bathroom says, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, um, I wanna uh, play a song from yours. I'm, I'm kind of torn because like, there's like the idea of like, cause, there's the promotional idea of like playing like, you know, the song that you just released with somebody uh, the other day. There's stuff from the album that came out last year. Um, uh, but then there's like, there's also like the first song I heard of yours is also kind of something I would like to play. It's like, do you have any cool. preferences or? I any song that I listen to of my own, I'm going to be cringing. So it's you could, you could turn totally your, a call. <laughs> you can turn your camera off like, uh, like while we listen to it. That's a, or or really, we can I'll turn ours off. Face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are people going to be able to see this video? Because I have a vacuum cleaner in clear view right here. No, no, no it's no, just the audio. Shark. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice Ooh, the shark is nice. That's thank a good you. one. And the, and your stacking washing machine is pretty nice too. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Is that Samsung? <laughs> is that oh, Samsung? Uh, it is an LG. Life's oh. good. Oh, oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, LG, LG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plays a little song when it's done. So, yeah. 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 I think they all do now. Um, and like as, as as since we're like talking visuals in the in this audio medium, uh, you also have a framed shining poster right behind you. Oh which, yeah, it's German. Which is yeah. Oh, it's Ooh, a German one. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Der, der shining. <laughs> yeah, which is going to be like for being in a rural area where it's going to eventually start snowing. That's a real great poster to have. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind. Yeah, March when it hasn't broken yet. Yeah, you're staring oh, at the yeah. shining poster. You're right. That's. Yeah, I should probably take it down. Don't want to give anybody. Oh, we, we'll send it. you. We'll send you some sort of Dutch sound of music thing for that time. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're gonna take a break real quick and listen to uh, a, a, a song off of Sit Resist, uh, the song Barnacles. Uh, which uh, is that okay? Do you what, sure? What do you what, 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 do? You have anything you want to say about this song? What do I want to say about it? Hey, we just released the Sit Resist uh deluxe reissue and this song's on it and it's you know about whatever i don't know love <laughs> <laughs> i see you've brought a clip for us do you want to uh sandwich it before uh, we... no okay we'll just all right we're gonna listen to uh barnacles off of sit resist by laura sandstein and more alora when we come back to this show Bart Simpson, dude, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. 
Okay, uh, I realized Classic. I had to cut that la that that ring out of uh, your song a little short because I la I forgot to redo the setting on my uh, Spotify where it, <laughs> it started cross crossfading into Kenosha by swearing. <laughs> Which is thank good job Spotify. That's a, that's a nice little yeah, transition. But nice. uh, yeah, you, uh, you guys uh, at uh, at home will not will not know this, but we got to see. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of wrestling uh paraphernalia in like yeah. a almost like a parade that laura put on for us <laughs> oh no i wasn't looking i was oh what was i doing oh making sure the show was going on oh, oh no man. it was this was great you should have paid attention um, cool. yeah I, I was kind of disconcerted by like your lack of interest in the in the <laughs> paraphernalia that was being shown oh no <laughs> I, and an undertaker figure that i thought was danzig yeah um <laughs> that's bret hart oh oh Mm, rest right. in peace rest is he bret hart no owen hart oh owen hart. Hart. okay no no you're right so. brett had to deal with the montreal screw job right, right. that's the yep. yes <laughs> uh uh big fan of uh what's that wrestling show on vice called uh i didn't oh, know there was one under the mat no uh and chris gethard does like the after show for it yeah i don't know my husband watches it all the time what is it fucking called i don't remember the, the reenactment stuff that they shoot is incredible yeah. <laughs> and like but like in the interviews are great but one of my favorite ones was uh it was jake the snake doing us just a spot-on impression of uh of macho man randy savage where it's like macho man was really concerned about the snake and like uh he's like i don't want that snake biting me like just kind of <laughs> And like uh, he's like he's he's like it's fine nothing it's like it, there's no venom in it it's just he's just gonna grab on it'll like you know just kind of pinch and he's like he's like then it has to be done to you and I want to see no antidote like that's like just <laughs> um but uh so, yes Laura when you when you are born on Long Island you're just given yeah. wrestling right you you yeah, like I it's guess. just it's just handed to you and you you're like okay I guess I'm a fan of this now. Well, it was handed to me late in life. It's and my husband's also from Long Island, so it oh. was handed to him directly. But I, um, <laughs> he brought me into the fold. I had to learn to love it because it was so much a part of my life that if I didn't, then we would have a real problem. <laughs> so I had to embrace it. But now I love it. It's really, and he makes him happy. That's know. great. All, all those are things. some vintage toys too. Those were, yeah. that was like the the stuff I remember from the eighties. That was great. Yeah, his parents just uh, are are selling their house on Long Island, um, and they just gave us all these bins of all this shit. And he's been going through <laughs> it and finding actually cool stuff, so it's nice. It's not um, just all garbage. So you, you you're uh, born and raised on Long Island, but you also like yes. you come from a musical family, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that like something you like you're tired of talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> um, I my grandfather and grandmother were both musicians. They were in like show business musicians. Um, my grandfather was um, an arranger and composer. He's famous for the Little Drummer Boy and Do you know, Do You Hear What I Hear? Or like mm -hmm. his two famous things. Like if you hear those songs, like the original, you know, like the original versions. Those that's his chorale that sang them. So he was like wow. famous for that. And then my grandma sang with Benny Goodman, and so they met at like CBS and fell in love. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. And then, but your parents did? Did they not get into music? My dad plays guitar, so he gave me a guitar. Um, my mom plays piano, and so and she didn't give you a piano. <laughs> I guess we know who you like more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's like plays. She plays really well, and neither of them were like very serious about it, and neither of them were songwriters, but. Um, yeah, they kind of like, my mom pushed me into piano. My dad just gave me a guitar and was like, do whatever you want. And then I ended up really liking to play the guitar. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good note for parents. Yeah. <laughs> Did I uh, see something online that your dad played bass on one of your albums? Is that true? I wish. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> my your dad's not Flea. Is your dad Flea? <laughs> yes. That's where I got Not very musical. Yeah, yeah. He just <laughs> definitely not big on music um uh well uh laura during this time of the show uh we usually start to talk about what's going on with current events but not like the current events of politics uh the current events of news uh in a segment that cash says music news uh, that's right it's time for music news where we look at the internet <laughs> and talk about it what else do you do with your friends? Yeah. 
What is not a relationship if not just seeing something on your phone and then showing it to the person <laughs> on the other side of the bed? We have yeah. like four <laughs> threads that we just do that to each other. Very yeah. true. Uh, so a lot of bands are struggling to uh, figure out how to do live performing. Um, uh, a lot of people are doing the streaming or the, uh, there's also the uh, uh, drive-in concerts that people are trying. Uh, you know, England even tried that social distant like arena um, that they actually like, and then they changed the rules of like spacing and it ruined the entire thing that they oh, had well. built. Um, but due to um, Wayne Coyne's idea of being in a ball uh, no, for his shit. shows, and then um, someone made a joke about it online where it's like now the whole audience has to be in those balls. And uh, then they did a version of that on The Late Show, and it went so well that they actually did a full concert where the entire audience were in the balls. <laughs> wow. Was it like, because I think I've seen that in like, you know, like in between periods of hockey games where they put people in balls and then they just run at each other. And like, <laughs> it's like, yes, those, those like sumo suits that were whatever, you know, where mm-hmm. people were. I, um, multi-ball is what it should be yeah. called. It's just like, <laughs> I, I saw, I saw a little picture of it. Um, oh my God. So that's that's it's insane just, looking. Yeah. So here it the is. Crowd it's surfing a, is awesome. Yeah. Let's see if this plays. <clears throat> that's fantastic. That looks oh. crazy. That looks like a bunch of like uh, tadpoles ready to be yeah, born. It's yeah, it's like an alien <laughs> hatch farm. Like, and so we're looking at if this is a Wayne Coin is like on top of all the bubbles. People are dancing in their bubbles. Oh God. It is. It does. It looks like literally like the whole lower floor is packed so tightly together that he can only be on top of them. It's it's <laughs> kind of amazing. Wow. Is this something you'd want to do? Laura? um i don't know this looks like kind of a nightmare for yeah. me personally i just i feel like i've had i've had nightmares like this like yeah. i would end up upside down probably in my <laughs> and write myself it it looks like like it would be the horrific image that uh neo in the matrix would find where it's like this is what the robots have been doing yeah. to us and it's all these people just like trying to get out of these bubbles <laughs> gyrating well, having to listen to, you know, later day flaming lips. This is the second time I've seen something with, with those bubbles in the news. The other one was, so the Lakers won the NBA championship uh, this year, and a bunch of people came out uh, in front of the Staples Center. And, of course, like what happens every time anybody in L.A. wins, it, it turned into kind of a riot. But there was one dude who was in one of those bubbles there, and I was like, this needs to be <laughs> – for all riots going forward is just everybody in <laughs> bubbles like the cop trying to hit you and he just like sends you skittering down a, down the street <laughs> or so but he was so smart like no mask or anything just like this bubble hanging out screaming about the lakers the way to do it um have you done any of those live streaming things laura um i've done like uh instagram lives with people like in guesting on people's instagram lives um and i've done like uh things where i have a video like i recorded ahead of time but i've not done anything purely live and yeah and you could too because you seem to have a setup and a house and your entire band with you oh yeah (laughs) yeah you grab that vacuum give give us a vacuum solo play that thing yeah (laughs) be the new jackal (laughs) um yeah, that's because uh, Jeff Rosenstock's been doing those live stream things. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, by the way, uh, he just happened to text me right before we were getting started. And I said, uh, we're about to record uh, with Laura. And uh, he said this. Oh, shit. Tell Laura. I said, Waza. <laughs> Which I think is uh, got to be an inside joke. Cause I, yeah, no, yeah, I, I just, just this little thing we have. <laughs> <laughs> um did you uh you played with uh you were in bomb the music industry yeah um and that was just uh when you were a young punk growing up in long island Mm -hmm. and uh and how did you uh like how did you find like when was the first time you went to like uh like what was your first punk show or what was it you know like uh how'd you find the scene my first was it in Long show. Island or did you have to go to the Manhattan? Oh, it was on, it was on Long Island. Um, <laughs> me and my friend Katie went to the Long Island Winter Ska Fest, which oh, yeah. was just kind of like, it was awesome because like 
then in, in my life, I, uh, like I would always buy comps because I wanted to be exposed to like as many things as possible. And like, you yes. know, so like, um, so it was like a comp of a show. It was just like every band from Long Island and like kind of the tri-state area that was like a ska band or kind of related to ska in some way. And so I just got exposed to like a bajillion bands and because there were like multiple stages. So it was like, it was really like the funnest day of my life. <laughs> it was probably wow, like yeah. 14 or 15. Um <clears throat> And yeah, like Katie had heard about the the show. And so we kind of like, we didn't really know anybody that was that was going to go. And then when we got there, there were kids from our school. And we we're like, oh, these are the ones that we should hang out with. And then that was kind of like, that was it. So it was that started like an every weekend for the rest of high school. Um, this routine of going to shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows. Yeah. And uh, what were, what were uh, some of the any like really big bands that people know of that played this festival? Edna's Goldfish, I think, was the most famous one, and they, yeah. I don't think, are, <laughs> but they had, like, they, they had a video on MTV. Oh, MTV. oh. <laughs> um, nice. Neil, you okay? Yeah, sorry. Just clearing my throat. Oh, okay. Um, uh, that Trump throat. You got to be careful yeah. with that, man. It's yeah. going around. Uh, so is recently- that, Is that what COVID's called now? Trump I'm throat? I'm calling it Trump throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go in there and kiss all you like it just it's just just a maniac on drugs now it's great um recently we all know about the gray album which was the beatles white album and uh jay-z's black album put together um by dj danger mouse well years later now um another dj spouse is uh trying his hand at that kind of idea of the mashup album with a uh, jay-z and smashing pumpkins Ooh. He's calling it uh, Mercy Projects and the Infinite Sadness. Oh. <laughs> um, and it's not how do you just... Get, how do you get an instrumental version of a Smashing Pumpkins album? Well, I, I think he just kind of looped more of the uh, instrumental stuff. Uh, okay. Here's a little clip of, uh, of one of them. Uh, let's see if we... Oh, I got to share. Sorry, I need to go back to sharing this stuff here. I don't know why. Like That's like the new thing. It's, everyone turns into an old person. Or they're just because they don't want dead air to go. All right, so we're doing this thing. We're going over here. <laughs> Click on that. All right, here we go. Let's see if it loading. <laughs> This is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans. It is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history and the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OC. I guess even back then you could call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Flyer in a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Oh, not DOC, but similar. Not so bad. Like, no. like, like, like most mashups, it's like, it's you're like, okay, it's a, it kind of matches. And then all of a sudden there's like, like a moment where yeah. like it works and it's just yeah, like, oh, right. there you go. There's the, there's the big part of it. God bless four, four time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. When I did that one where I, I did a, a Nas and the Minutemen uh, mashup uh, where I was like, I was like, I was like, Ooh, this is nice. I could do, a, I could do this with a lot of different Minutemen songs and I couldn't figure it out ever again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not good at this. I, I wanted to so badly do a whole album of Minutemen and Nas songs <laughs> Did not, not really work. known for playing to a click track uh minute no. no but they're no but like there's they're they're, <clears throat> uh, they're they're pretty like regimented and tight and it's like yeah. if you get like you know one bar with that stuff because the bass is so funky and the guitar oh, right. the yeah, yeah. yeah um but uh yeah not so bad but spouse put that whole thing up on his vimeo so uh go and check that out i um i list, scanned through some of the other songs and it was he did stuff from like uh, Adore or Ava Adore and some of that later stuff mm -hmm. that I didn't really. And then I also realized, I don't think I ever once put in the second CD of uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Definitely not. Because the first CD had, in 1979, the only song I wanted to listen to. Right, yeah. Off that album. I don't know, maybe Tonight Tonight. Was that on the second disc? No, that was the first disc, wasn't it? Is it the first disc? I don't, the yeah. only thing I know about that album is I dated two different women who used the expanded thing as their purse. 
like that that thing where like the expanded edition <laughs> the expanded box. <laughs> that's right yeah boy i had a type um, <laughs> melancholy and the infinite sadness <laughs> <laughs> what's uh my uh my friend sarah uh sometimes would describe uh girls as a she's a real lunch pail as a purse kind of girl <laughs> I like calling it a lunch pail too. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you're gonna, like you're sitting on an I beam, thirty stories <laughs> up. Uh, I don't know if you all know this, but uh, guitarist for the band Testament, Alex uh, Skolnick, um, is also now a rapper, and he's uh, he's very um, anti anti masker. He really he has a, he he has a, uh, a he just put out a pandemic anthem called "Wear a Fucking Mask." Uh, and uh, he also did one really early or called uh, Trump Sucks. Um, Creative. But yeah, it's, he knows uh, getting, getting down to the knit, knit and grit. Uh, but it's, He's uh, a real lunch pail kind of guy. Yes. <laughs> but uh, let's take a little listen to uh, his. He's in this, uh, in the image of it, he's wearing a body count hat. So, you know. Ooh, that is... You know what? I'm realizing... Once the video started, I want you guys to see the video too. Because right. um, it was a shock to me when it came on. And so I'm going to back this up here. Hold on. Nope. Just get a clicky clack. Okay. Here. I, I just realized I was thinking of Nazareth instead of Testament. So this, this guy's going to be significantly younger than, I, than what I thought. Yeah. Well, still, Testament's been around a long time. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, let's uh, shoot. Hold on. I, I want to make sure I'm also sharing the uh, W A F M. Wear a fucking mask. Wear a oh. fucking mask. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. I thought I was it was like, a radio station. Yeah, me too. It was a radio station. <laughs> oh, a radio station exclusive. That's cool. All right, here we go. Oh, no. Scoldy D. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. So, yeah. my first rap song got quite. Through. Oh no! Everybody, everybody, listen up. This is my mission of info, no misinformation. A new emancipation proclamation, a declaration for a broken nation, a commission for truth and reconciliation. Ooh, looks like I got you in the gym. Jimmy, what you didn't really think I even had this in me? What do you know? I found my flow, kind of like. I guess I'm now a rapper, and I know I gotta get to the crux as I follow up a song that I call Trump Sucks! Things have gotten so toxic in a city, but first, let's hear a word from my critics. Okay, boomer. That's enough, Alex. Ha ha, I am a younger generation X, and so what? That's too old to put rhymes on the page? What if I was more like Dr. Fauci's age? Well, it might affect the way I talk and my rapid... Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> you know what, though? The... the... The joy he's having, the fun he's having, <laughs> yes, is infectious to where I don't want to make fun of it. Yeah, and it does <laughs> remind me. It. And maybe it's just his name is Skolnick, but it reminds me of the rap at the end of Re Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> clap like, your hands, everybody! Everybody, everybody, everybody clap, clap your hands. hands. Um, well, I think we need to take a break uh, real quick uh, for a song and an ad. Um, I do want to play another track of Laura's uh, Living Room New York uh, off the Big Freeze, if that's cool. Sure. You want to set this one up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Picture this. <laughs> New York uh, City. Yeah. Do it in your Fauci I, uh... voice. Do it in <laughs> Scully D's Fauci voice. Well, uh, so... <laughs> This song's about a, a gal who was traveling, and uh, she was in the living room in New York, and that's it. <laughs> I'm starting to hurt my throat. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You're going you're gonna to get that trumpy throat. Too much vocal fry. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I wrote this song, and uh, it was about traveling and um, not being with the person that I love, and I don't know. It's a song. That Great. I Sounds good. Like. All right, this is Living Room New York off the Big Freeze. Laura Stevenson, Maura Laura, and show when we get back after this song and this ad. I want to feel you right 
restless I wanna wake up from it I wanna see you stare at ceilings Until you fall back to sleep I wanna feel you restless I wanna wake up from it I wanna see you stare at ceilings Until you fall back to sleep in the waiting room In the waiting room In the waiting room It's a little stuffy in here I wanna wring my hands and open elevators A shaky finger I am pushing the door Everybody, it's Cash coming at you to talk about keeps. Well, two out of three guys will experience hair loss, some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. Well, now you can get treated from home. You used to have to go to a doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to keeps and COVID, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Prevention is the key, though. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com radio to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash radio. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I-O. Hello there, this is Morrissey, and you're listening to Jonah Radio, 
Though I don't think it matters. I was muted. All right, thank you so much. Uh, Cash, sometimes you mute me and unmute me. Sometimes it's up to me. So I guess uh, we'll communicate better, I think, in the future. <laughs> and uh, I w as I was getting the next uh, news segment ready, I just want to be uh, clar uh, clarify, in no way was Wayfair a part of that song that uh, Laura was singing, nor is it an, uh, an advertiser uh, for us. Uh, so uh, sorry about had, that. You just said ad. You didn't say one of our ads. That's true. <laughs> the guy that started Wayfair is building a compound in my, in like my village, not even my town. Like it was wow. like less less than like six, what it, what would be considered blocks from where I grew up. Yeah. It, Are you in California? Uh, no, I grew up in, in Massachusetts on Cape Cod, oh, and uh, nice. he's got like like the most enormous tract of land that I could imagine, and he's building like seven houses on it. Do you get do you get a discount? No, I uh, know, but I got my rocking chairs from there. Oh, okay. Hey. You have something to see. talk about when, yeah. when you, they stop you for coming onto the property. I'm gonna yeah. blame I'm gonna blame NME for their site that just starts to play ads while you're looking <laughs> at their site. So new I was into it. I was like if I can maybe I can squeeze in some more like company names. Yeah, just get, get some plugs. <laughs> yeah. Get that revenue stream. I was just trying to because I was so inspired by the mashup that we heard with yeah. the, you know I was just trying some new things. <laughs> Postmodern mashups are just different lyrics to advertising. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Oh, there you go. Um, so everyone's got to make money. As we all know, recently, uh, guitar, guitar God Eddie Van Halen uh, passed away, um, and uh, in true David Crosby fashion, he oh put boy. his foot in his mouth. <laughs> where someone uh, tweeted at David Crosby saying, "I know you're not into metal, David," uh, and that's another thing I noticed. Like when people like tweet at him, it's like they're always very polite. It's like, "Hi, David. I was just wondering." Yeah. Like they're you're already <laughs> adding him. You don't need to. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's I know you're not into metal, David. But what's your opinion on Eddie David. Van Halen? Um, and then uh, David Crosby just responds with, "Meh." Dot 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 dot. <laughs> And so Tracy Guns uh, responds with wrong answer as fuck and rude as fuck. There are better ways to say you don't care for someone's music. That was very disrespectful. And yes, straight out fuck you and your smug answer. And then D. Snyder oh. comes in uh, with this going, Boy. agreed. That said, I've always hated David Crosby and his mustache. <laughs> and then someone says, wow, that was rude, unkind, and totally like an empathy. He's like, sorry, just meant he does not move me much. Hendrix changed the world of guitar. Nobody else really... Look, I get it. Many of you love Van Halen. And the one time I met him, he was nice and he was talented. Meh to me means I don't care that much. And I don't. Doesn't mean he wasn't good. Uh, he, was, uh, he was, but not for me. Uh, and then later on, he tweeted, I'm sorry, I didn't know he recently died. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a redwood hot tub for the last seven days. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't don't knock redwood hot tubs. It's oh, I uh, know. Uh, yeah, it's a family um, business. It's a family business. My uh, my uh, my dad made redwood hot tubs for a while. Oh, sold one to Neil Young, who's where oh. he wrote uh, wrote where he wrote uh, Harvest Moon was from that hot tub. He wrote it in a hot tub. I don't know. Oh my God, it um, does sound like it, kind of right. He must have had like a like a alto sax to keep it above the water. <laughs> I'm just gonna like riff it out here, and then I'll. Recorded yeah. on guitar in the barn. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Uh, what's that? It's time for Today in Music. Yay! I'm here to help you with your history report. You guys are going to go back in time. Oh, today, October 16th, when this is coming out. Yeah, thanks to Todd Donaldson for that uh, great. I, I did an episode of his, the Todd Donaldson Show, his little podcast, and it was a real nice conversation. Uh, hey, don't call anybody else's podcast a little podcast while on this podcast. Did I say a little podcast? <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, wow, that's really kind of sending of me. Yeah, it is. Thanks, thanks for that little comment, Cash. Yeah. Uh, October 16th, the day this episode comes out, 1961, Decca Records released Patsy Cline's Crazy. That's only from 61, I guess. Yeah. That's Willie Nelson's Crazy as sung by Patsy Cline. Yes, Nelson originally wrote the song, but that's why I said Ooh. Patsy Cline's Crazy. Right. Yes. Um, you think she's crazy? 
<laughs> no, 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 sorry, no. So, 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 third base, third base. I, re- I recently heard the story about how that song got pitched to Patsy Cline. It's her husband was at a honky tonk or whatever, and Willie Nelson played it. And he was like kind of drunk and he just grabbed Willie Nelson. He's like, you got to play that for Patsy. And he was like, it's like midnight. He's like, I'll go home and wake her up. <laughs> and then they like, and Willie Nelson wouldn't get out of the car until, and then like they, he went in, the husband went in, grabbed her and he played it in the front yard. Wow. Oh, that's cool. You ever, you ever pitch anybody that was, was asleep, uh, Laura? <laughs> yeah, very good. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, on this day in 1951, 18-year-old Richard Pennyman, who was already using the stage name Little Richard, made his first recordings for RCA Camden at the studios uh, of Atlanta radio station WGST. So that's some rock and roll history right there. Yeah, I just uh, just heard him on the... Ra- I, I just heard some of his 90s music on the radio, which was the same... The same as his 60s music just recorded in that terrible 90s sort of blues. I just never knew that he took so long off, like to just become a preacher. Oh, how how long was it? Uh, I'd have to do the research. I was just reading up on him not too long ago. But like, yeah, there was like, it was right kind of when rock and roll was getting going. I think he kind of just thought it was a bit too hedonistic um, and and took a break and just went to uh, to preaching. He took him to church. Well, he he also like was like one of the first and most visible people to get ripped off because it's it's basically Jerry Lee Lewis stole Little Richard shit and then did that and became a huge. I can see getting and frustrated. Pat Boone did it too. Pat Boone did it. I didn't know that. Didn't he? He cut, he made that really cheesy cover of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah. But but I mean like his whole like uh to to Dan Cook at all he he basically stole his essence like the uh the the crazy um piano playing guy that was um over the top and yeah i i think uh took it a little far with marrying his cousin but basically that was all little richard <laughs> shtick and then this white guy came along and took it and i'm sure that had to be part of it where it's like fuck man i can't i can't win i uh i developed my own thing and then somebody else comes along does the same thing and gets huge and yeah. I'm never going to catch him because I'm a black dude. I think I've told the story before, but that was one of my first celebrity sightings in Los Angeles. Was seeing him uh, roll up to the post office in a Rolls Royce, <laughs> and and he put his taxes in the in the mail, like mailed them. And I was like, "What's up with that?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, he, his manager ripped him off a bunch of times and just didn't pay his taxes, and he got screwed forever and ever. And then now he insists on doing it himself." <laughs> nice. Wow. Uh, born on this day in 1938, uh, Krista uh, Pafkin. Anyone know who that is? Nico. Oh. Oh. Nico was born on 1938, October 16th. Is, where? Was she German? Yes, she was born in Köln, Germany. You ever played Köln? Oh, is it? it but, but you call it Cologne? Yeah, you call it Cologne. Thing? It's K-O-L-N yeah. is how they... Yeah, yeah, yeah like no, it's Cologne. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where we've played, but yes, I feel like we've been there maybe two or three times. Did you get some serious Nico vibes? Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah. Did you go out walking? <laughs> yes, of course. One time I was driving and I was listening to Nico and I was like singing along and I realized that that was like the most comfortable way ever to sing. I was just like, oh, like I was doing like her voice. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, this, my throat feels so comfortable. I was like, mm-hmm. is this my range? I mean, my speaking voice is really low, but my singing voice is like really like mm-hmm. pinched and high. And um, I feel like maybe I should sing like Nico. <laughs> I feel yeah, like I'd yeah. have a, more longevity as a singer. I feel it's like hard I to like, my voice. it's hard to like sing like Nico and not feel like you're making fun of her. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, it is. I've been out walking. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take articulation classes in college and that was an exercise you had to do. You had to go, I am now speaking with an overly open throat. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Huh. It was like to it warm up your good. vocal cords. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fred Turner, bass vocals of Bachman Turner Overdrive, uh, has a birthday today. He was born in 1943. This one's for Cash. Bob Weir, born today, 1947. <laughs> Bob Weir we're from not, the Great We're not going we're not to discuss Bachman Turner Overdrive for a while? I, like, no BTO. Gonna... No okay. BTO talks. <laughs> All right. Just speed right by that. Do you want to talk about Bachman Turner Overdrive? I just, I'm just surprised. I thought Bachman Turner Overdrive was like a reference to like a Canadian car or something like that. I didn't know it was Bachman and Turner. And is Overdrive, is that a guy or is that just like they were like, we're, 
the two of us are tuning up. <laughs> they did you you ain't seen nothing yet, right? Uh I believe you ain't seen nothing yet and um <clears throat> If the train's on time, you can get to work. Uh, oh, that's what? I don't think I What's know that? that song. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Taking care of business? Yeah. Taking care of business. Care oh, yeah. TCB. I just knew TCB. That's, that's, what you go. That's, a, that's what you go with? That part of the song? It's the beginning of the song. Yeah. And I always identify. The train's always... on time. And <laughs> California's got sunshine. Yeah, that song's really known for its verse. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just it, the 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 thing about um, you ain't seen nothing yet was it was like they were just riffing lyrics in the studio and they, and I guess there's two brothers in the band and the one guy was just making fun of his brother's stutter. Oh, no, no, baby, you. Oh man, that's so mean. Have you have any of your mean comments about your band members ever made it into any of your songs, Lori? No. You ever make fun of any it. of their disabilities? No, but I did put a stutter in one of my songs because I loved, like, I loved that, like, the Cars, if you like, have a stutter song, mm -hmm. and yeah. you know, I just, thought, I always thought that that was so fucking catchy. So I was writing a song that I wanted to sound like a Cars song, and so I just like made a stutter in the in the chorus. But yeah, ain't seen nothing yet. I feel like it happens so much that it seems like now that I'm thinking about it, he is making fun of somebody. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> here's, something, here's something you're never gonna forget. <laughs> it's like really over the top. Yeah. It's like, what, what it's like going to karaoke with verbal from uh, a usual suspects. Yeah. Was, was Roger Daltrey making fun of somebody from my generation? Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if anyone's ever seen that uh, clip of uh the Beatles on some, uh, uh, it's an old television show they were doing. Uh, I don't think it was, I think it was like a British television show, but um, it's, uh, Paul McCartney goes, now for this next song, I want everyone to uh, clap your hands. And, um, and then John Lennon, uh, well, okay, this is me doing John Lennon, just so I want to make that clear. <laughs> John Lennon goes, like this? And then just starts oh, no. to like do that. Cool. And he's like, and everyone's oh, like, like that going, yeah! Print, yeah. And then everyone's, he's like, and I'm going to need you to stomp your feet. And then John Lennon goes, like that. Like, and then just starts stomping his feet and clapping his hands. It was what a different asshole. era. It was a different was era, but asshole. I love it. Uh, yeah. Well, War yeah. is over if you want it, but making fun of the uh, handicap, always <laughs> eternal. Yeah. Uh, this day in 1960, legendary uh, punk icon Bob Mould was born uh, oh. on this day. Husker Dew, Sugar, and of course, Bob Mould. Yeah. Um, uh, also on this day, another punk icon we referenced him earlier. Um, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Laura's dad, Flea. Uh, Michael, <laughs> Michael Balzari, Flea, uh, was born on this day, 1962. Uh, Back to the Future 2 and 3 star, Flea. Thank you oh, very yeah. much. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Getaways, Flea. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, get this. Point Break, Flea. That's no, that it. was Anthony Kiedis. That was Anthony, yeah. Um, so that was 1960 that Ball Mulder was born. 1962, Flea was born. In 1969, meaning that uh, she is younger than these guys, Wendy Wilson from Wilson Phillips, daughter of Brian Wilson, was born on this day in 1969. Oh. It's there weird to me to think that they, those guys are older than Wendy Wilson. Then, yeah. Yeah, her career got started so early though, right? Like how old were they in Wilson Phillips? They had to be in there like early 20s like some of them were in their early 20s i feel like maybe even one of them was a teen oh i thought they were like teens they maybe were, some of them oh. were in their early 20s oh. i don't know um I don't know that and, and, and another one that's this the correct answer laura that's why you heard the ding that means you win <laughs> the radio prize uh no uh, there is no prize I, oh no was, i'm just getting more uh fucking text from lindsey graham i don't know how i got on these goddamn lists <laughs> <sighs> Neil gives a lot of money to Lindsey Graham's campaign. Yeah. And he's well, still confused he, why they get a hold of him. He, he thought attention, it was, Neil Mahoney, super donor. Yeah. <laughs> he thought um, it was the Golden Graham's bear. Yeah. I think it's because I've been making all these like anti-Mitch McConnell fucking viral videos and then they just invaded my computer and stole everything. And on this day in 1977, this one's also for cash. Grateful Dead guitarist John Mayer was born in 1977. <laughs> He's not wow. in the Grateful Dead. He's in the Dead. 
Okay. Dead in company. Nobody's yeah. grateful for him. He's part of the company. He's just a company man. <laughs> yeah, just a company man. He's just a company his... man. Is that one of the songs? That's a stutter he... song. That's... <laughs> he and I are the same age. That's cool. Nice. Um, and, uh, Why don't you call him Kumail's stand-up partner? You can call him oh, that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That was the first time I heard Kumail. Um, and in sad music news, um, uh, Pierre uh, Kesdi from uh, Naked Raygun, uh, uh, bass player Naked Raygun, uh, uh, died recently, uh, battle with cancer. Uh, legendary band Naked Raygun. Uh, we're going to play a song of theirs, and we're going to come back. We'll wrap it up with Laura um and 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 more show when we get there but here is a cold bringer from uh naked ray gun Rest in peace, great legendary band and bass player. Very inspirational and very nice to a lot of people uh, that uh, we all enjoy. So, uh, Laura, um, this is the end of the show, and uh, uh, there's not. It's not really. Not to put too fine a point on it. This is the end of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But um, uh, is there anything um, you just you you did put out like a a song called "When It Don't Come Easy" uh, Mm -hmm. that just was released the other day. and was that recorded and made like during this uh, quarantine? Yeah, um, Dave Hawes, who's a singer-songwriter, um, he is making a record of Patty Griffin songs and Patty from Dillinger Four, and mm. so he asked me to sing on a Patty Griffin song, and so yeah, that was done like in between feedings in a very <laughs> in like a very stressful part of like sleep training the baby so I didn't really even think that I was going to be able to do it but I somehow recorded all the vocals in like little increments of like five minutes of doing work um but yeah got it done got it yeah. done sounds great and, and I heard the, he, this is the second thing he's put out from that uh, uh collection I think uh but he also his cover of uh, double whiskey coke no ice um <laughs> is it's also like that's one of my all-time favorite Dillinger Four songs and it like it's even better 
It's like, yeah. it's like uh, just because their lyrics are so good and it really is true kind of like working class anthems. Um, uh, like just in that Midwest working class, like just like just brutes that like read a ton and drink mm -hmm. a lot and, you know, um, lean socialists. Like it's like I, I love it. Wait, I love wait, so much. there's a there's a band of Matt Dwyer's? Essentially, yeah, 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 yeah. Local reference. Um, I'm sorry, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I'll, you know, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Matt Dwyer's uh, podcast, Conversations with Matt Dwyer. Um, uh, just uh, celebrated his 200th episode where he had uh, the guy from Little Wings interview him. Uh, oh, so that's cool. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Real fun because uh, Little Wings is great, and uh, and and Matt's great. So go and check. He's been that getting out. some amazing guests he has uh so have we i mean laura did you have a did you have a good time thank you i had a wonderful <laughs> time thank you so much for having me of course of course thanks for, uh, thanks for coming yeah um but i do i think i want to play and we've played it on the show before but i think i want to play your uh just because you know in celebration of cash's dad uh <laughs> making you know hot tubs for neil young i think i want to play your guys' uh cover of harvest moon oh which is very it. very sweet and very amazing um uh, but then, like you know, I I really uh, I really want people to check out uh, uh, Laura's stuff. Um, it's just Cash was just talking about it before you hopped on the call. Um, you know, he just recently went up, uh, moved up to uh, Santa Cruz, and well, Cash, you were you were listening to this stuff. Yeah, last yeah. Night. Last night we put on, I think two two of your albums. I I get off work at like eleven, and we come back and we we eat dinner on the porch, just staring at the stars, and it was the best. Like it was Aww, so. So nice, so perfect for for what was going on. Laying there, counting stars, and listening to music, and it was it was awesome. So thank you very oh, much for that for that you. stuff. Yeah, it's it's, it's really it nice. it's. I've been playing them the last couple of days, and and last night was just so perfect. Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> it's real good. Mm -hmm. Neil, uh, what about your story? Or listening to Laura's music. What's yours? Uh, didn't get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That was a real nailed uh, it. Uh, <laughs> well, I I will say, uh, going into work, it was all bomb the music industry because I needed to get get amped up, and then coming home, it was oh. all solo stuff. So that's good. It's good wind down music. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, thank you uh, so much, uh, Laura, for uh, being on the show. Uh, everyone should check out her music. Um, and this is uh, her and Jeff Rosenstock, friend of the show, uh, doing uh, Harvest Moon. Uh, and thanks for tuning into the show. Check out the music you like.
it's getting late. 